Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, Season 2, Episode 6, Polygamist Party. A lot of this episode revolves around a party that the Browns throw for their monogamous friends, but also around Mary and kind of her family history with colon cancer. But before we start, Mary news. Big Mary news. Dun, dun, dun. She has officially left Flagstaff. She has moved into, or at least is storing her stuff at her B&B in Parowan. Cody and Robin helped her move, of course, with cameras in tow, because otherwise they wouldn't be there. Is this the Great Migration or the Great Return? The Great Return. The Great Return. It is amazing how in a short window of time, something could be viewed as hostile or that's, that's the enemy, right? Utah, like we don't do Utah. Right, Utah's after me, right? With Cody's words, right? And they're all going back. Yeah. And we're so happy for Mary. So happy. That's fucking tight. Like, go to where your friends are, family. Like, do your thing. Just do whatever you want. Don't wait for this guy. We got news that they were spotted. Uh, someone on Reddit. So mm-hmm. th- thank you uh, to that individual. I believe their husband actually saw them at like a gas station, mm-hmm. took a photo with them. And I'm sure people were like, bullshit, pictures are, didn't happen. And then they inevitably posted the picture, which was, really cool but then it was initial speculation that oh no is there something between cody I and know, mary so, that was my first no. reaction but thankfully now that we know kind of the second part of it we know why the photo was taking where they were going and then if any of you guys listen to ace and caitlin's podcast they were looking at the availability calendar for the bnb and it looks like you can no longer book after i believe june so she's going to live there. Something is happening. A transition time for the B&B. Has the leggings empire just grown so much that you don't even need the Airbnb anymore? You could just live in it? I think so. I mean, she has. she's That's doing very well. Mm-hmm. Good for her. So we'll see. There was another funny rumor that Cody and Robin were going to live in the B&B with her because they're broke. And I was like, no, there's no way. No way. I don't even I believe a lot of brown gossip. I can't even believe that one. I would say no way as well, but I love that theory. (laughs) It's a fun one. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. I want to see Mary bossing them around. So not a lot of gossip this week. Nothing too breaking news worthy, but a fun development. And we're very happy for Mary. On to the episode. Before we get too far into the party scenes, the episode starts with Mary explaining her family history and going to a gastroenterologist. We find out that her sister was diagnosed with colon cancer at 31 and that she did unfortunately pass away. It was amazing. Mary mentioned her sister passed away 10 months after her Mm -hmm. diagnosis. It is It's honestly just sad how fast cancer can take someone. We find out that Mary's sister's sister wife is the one that ended up kind of taking her children in and continuing to raise them in the family versus, for example, mom or Mary taking the kid. It's interesting that we get this in season two because I believe it was season one where Mary said, God forbid something happened to me. Mm -hmm. I have these sister wives that would raise my kid in the way I would want them raised and, you know, to be good, good people. 
but we didn't know at the time that there was already that connection mm-hmm. of her sister passing away, her her kids being raised by you know the sister wife. Do you think Mary seeing that happen with that family would, if there was a rocky moment in the Brown relationship between Mary and Cody, like wouldn't this in some way reignite the flame of polygamy and its its worth and the values of it? I mean, seeing what your sister went through and that fact that her children are taken care of. I mean, in a way, but if your husband's still a butt, I mean, it's not. I don't think that overrides it. Robin, the polygamous expert, does talk about how this is an unspoken rule that your sister wives would step in if anything were to happen. She does say that she would take the kids if anything happened to one of the sister wives and that they're her kids too. That is a weird way to phrase that. This is an unspoken rule. Isn't this just the rule? It's just part of being a polygamist, it seems. Yeah, versus a rule. Robin does want to clarify and says that it's more complicated for her because her kids do have a biological father. So that insinuating the kids would just go to their biological father, which I thought we didn't address anymore. It is Daddy Cody. There is no one else. Life before did not exist. Christine said this makes her sad that she would fight for the kids. And then like, I don't know, I guess legally, I mean, I feel like the dad would probably have more ground to stand on in that case. I don't know. There's so so many nuances of those cases. I mean, I would say, yeah. Is there a will? Is there, yeah. No, I mean, if the dad had a good relationship with his kiddos and like had time with them and some kind of custody, like I think it would naturally just go to the father. In all the times in this episode when Cody and Mary go to the clinic, it is so early in the morning before the sun even comes up. And I assume this is because you can't show patients and they want it to just be really private between the staff and Mary. But it is so early. Yeah, I was curious of why are they getting up at like 5 a.m. to go to the hospital? I think it's just easier than blurring out a ton of patients and you got HIPAA, you have patient privacy. It's just, it gets real messy. That would be interesting if something like that was scheduled because that is a lot of coordination to get that many people to show up. Even if it's just a a semi-routine thing like this, it still requires a lot of people. Yeah, I get that overtime. Fair. That's fair. Also, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong here. Did they even highlight the institution? As far as like they showed the outside and like, they showed the provider name, which okay, is gotcha. big. Okay. Fair. We switch gears a little bit and then we see everyone getting ready for the dinner party. They call it the Friendship Appreciation Dinner, which they are going to host at Robin's house. Immediately, Mary is taking charge. She is telling the other wives how she wants the tables. She's using her body laying on the floor to explain what the table arrangement will look like. This is fascinating because I get it, Mary, head wife energy still, but this isn't your house. It's her party. (laughs) She's wife number one and she will let you know. I thought the setup was interesting. I would agree. They inevitably set up tables and I'm like three tables in that little space looks fucking ridiculous. The one long table. It was one long one, right? I thought they were doing the three white tables. Like those like party tables? That... No, but when everyone was there, wasn't it just one long table? Oh, because that initial setup was not, oh. it was not good. So as the wives are kind of planning, they're talking about going to the grocery store, figuring everything out. They're talking to Cody on speakerphone while they're at Robin's house. 
Cody says, all right, bye. Love you. And Robin says, I love you. But then Robin like snaps at the other wives for not saying I love you to Cody, even though they both are like, we just didn't hear it. Like, why was it such a big deal? Robin, you said you loved him. Good on you. Like, get out of it. I think Robin's just at a point where, again, right, trying to fit in, do the right things, sort of like, come on, guys, we're all on the same team here. Like, like you got your, your word in. This is one year new wife energy, and they are on years like 16, 17 energy. <laughs> They're already talking about leaving. So <laughs> we're in different places here. The wives are at the grocery store getting stuff ready. They're goofing around. Janelle would describe it as being embarrassing. Janelle says that she conveniently works a lot and that the ladies are embarrassing and that's why she doesn't go to the grocery store. Ma'am. Janelle. The <laughs> Janelle queen. doesn't sugarcoat anything. Janelle doesn't give a fuck. No. She's like, she oh, doesn't... we're doing like home duty stuff? Yeah, no, I'll pass. I'll be Absolutely at work. Absolutely not. I'll be at work. Yeah, I got I'm, things to do. I'm good. I'm going to the movies. Power move. <laughs> power move also one thing to know just to go back to that robin thing it was weird that it was that awkward considering the way the relationships work it's almost like you if there's another wife present you really can't be affectionate with cody yes they talk about that later on about the tension that it causes so it was interesting that it seemed like this was a Christine Cody conversation. Mm -hmm. And then he says, love you. But then Robin's like, love you. And I'm like, but why are you in a group setting saying love you? Cause it seems like you don't, you don't share affection when like you're together. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. And I, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't take a phone call on speaker in a polygamous relationship. I think it's too sticky. I agree, but TV show, we got to get it on camera, you know, can't, can't, can't be avoided. Meh. I don't, I don't need a conversation about grocery shopping. We cut back to the morning of Mary's colonoscopy. Also, isn't this a really weird double storyline just in general? Like this very tragic event happened in Mary's life and this could really affect her and party time. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah, the producers, they were, this was a stretch. This was a stretch. It was. I was so annoyed that they're getting ready to leave the house. It's super early. If you don't know, you cannot eat before a colonoscopy. You have to drink this horrible mixture that cleans you out. Cody sees Mary in the morning and says, huh, you hungry? No shit. Like, come on. Don't even bring it up. This man, some of the moments he has... We always give him shit about his car. And yeah, it's a weird two-door car like in Utah. And of all things, it's like snowing and it's like a super low car. And again, we're like, why the hell do you have this car? But then it's like straight up winter. Like we are in winter. This man's wearing like the shittiest leather jacket. I'm like, dude, that that is not a winter coat. No. But she was wearing like flats and walking in the snow. So I think they just don't care. You know, that's just, that's their vibe. If it works, that's cool. But I'm just thinking like, dude, I'm not rocking this leather coat in winter. We had a friend when we were in Utah that also had a soft top convertible. The amount of shit this man got. (laughs) No, like it was just so wild to see. And it's like, 
always snowing. Like it was always snowing. You know, it's funny that he got rid of that convertible. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> eventually, but he rocked it for a long time. Christina and Janelle both talk about how frustrated they were that Mary was not going to get screened. And I can see that. They said they were both really frustrated about it. Mary brings up that all of her siblings have had polyps. And that still didn't give her the motivation to get a colonoscopy. The one that stuck with me was Janelle. Because it seemed like Janelle was pretty adamant to her, like, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. And then the way she worries it is like, eh, she still didn't. It's like, yeah, she was really fucking annoyed. Her sister was 31 years old. That is so young. It's so sad. And I understand. I do understand why Mary didn't go. Like I'm giving her shit, but like, you just don't want to think that that's a possibility for you. So you just avoid it. Right. When there's this whole process of Some people view like, oh, if I go to the hospital, if I go see a doctor, oh, there's going to be something wrong. Like Cody, that's people go to the hospital to die. Right. Right. You know, that's, you know, some people have that mindset of like, well, oh, I went to the hospital and all of a sudden I'm sick. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. That Cody's comment is so insensitive. Think about all he went through with Mary and Mary's sister and all this stuff. And then true COVID-19 and like people go to the hospital to die. She was there for like 20 minutes. They were like, you're fine. Go home. Anyway, I don't even know where that rant was going. <laughs> no, what I was getting at is it was, I, I get why Mary didn't go, mm-hmm. but it's also like, yo, this is like so much above you. Like, think about like Leon, like you could mm-hmm. like leave your kiddo like that. Like you need to get this checked out. Like yeah. this is serious. Like I totally get where she's coming from, but like. You have to push those feelings aside and do the logical thing and face it, even though you really don't want to. This, this is a great example of when you don't want to face something, because it seemed like after it was all said and done, like, wow, that was that was it. Was it. All right. it yeah. was totally fine. They take her into kind of the pre-op area, then the room, they give her the medication. And I'm not sure kind of like if you're just like under a light sedative, like you're still aware Or if you're fully put under, if that makes sense. But they give her the medication and then they invite Cody in. Like not scrubbed up, no hairnet, nothing. I don't know the play-by-play of colonoscopies, but... It's a procedure room and I'm uncomfortable. in a medical setting in... Any human part is... Something is going into a human body, (laughs) a part, a thing, germs, all that stuff, like... Why is this man going into the operating Like, it's not an operating room per se, but it's like an examination room kind of. But still, like, that seems odd. It was weird. Like, I've never seen that before. Not a viewing room, not a certain area that you can't come past. Like, he was basically just, like, right next to Mary. Like, he could just reach out and touch her. Maybe if somebody feels comfortable that's been through a colonoscopy, be like, do you let just people in just yeah. to view what's going on? <laughs> Mary did end up having a couple polyps removed. And thankfully, in the end, they were not cancerous. They could have potentially become cancerous if she let them kind of just hang out. But they removed it. They got it all. She's good to go. I do wonder for something like that, how often would you... I mean, I don't even know if you know, but like, you, I would assume you'd have to kind of have some kind of schedule of re-examination and get checked up, make sure everything's good. With a family history, especially a sister, you're probably going to go in 
more than usual. Like, I know there's a certain age where you do go in. I'm not sure how often, yearly, bi-yearly, but I'm sure that's more frequent if you have a family history. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure for men, they say like at 40, you should just Mm -hmm. go get a colonoscopy. Sadly, but it makes it more just wild that it did happen at such a young age for Mary's sister. Yeah, like it's not on your radar. You would not, if there is no reason to go in, now in wildly different energy, back to the party. Robin and Christine were bringing in groceries and stuff, and I noticed they were bringing in a bunch of brand new dinnerware, like plates and serving bowls, and I could not believe it. There are so many people in this family, you would think you have enough plates and dinnerware to like host something like this. Well, they want it to like all match and be nice and I get it, but finite resources. Like we do not need to be spending money on this. Ellie, we have a show now. We got the moolah. No. no, We're good. Just no. We re-up for two, three more years. We're good. I just, I don't think it's the right time. So Cody is pissed that he has to shovel the driveway. This man does nothing. He said, you were supposed to tell the kids to do it. My shitty opinion is that this dude had kids and takes full advantage of like, I mean, I had a bunch of kids. Y'all need to do some stuff. Well, yeah, Daddy Logan. He takes care of the family. Daddy Logan takes care of the family. He cooks. Other kids are going to shovel snow and shit or whatever. I don't know what Cody does. Cody doesn't cook. He doesn't clean. He doesn't babysit his kids. He doesn't shovel the driveway. What does Cody do? I was saying, what does Robin do? What does the nanny do? What does Cody do? Just to add on, from Gwendolyn, we know she said he wasn't really like a dad. No, he was very not involved. She started crying in one of the episodes When Robin's kids came home from their first day of school after, I guess, they were comfortable with the COVID levels. And she started crying because she said, like, my dad wasn't that. Like, I'd never had that. She said it's so good and they deserve a dad that's really present. Like, that's amazing for them. But I never got that. I'm about to cry. It was so heartbreaking. So all the gals are in the kitchen cooking together, and it looked really sweet. Everyone was having fun and joking. We saw ambrosia salad. I don't know if I've ever had this. Very interesting. Is this just like the orange version of that pink salad your mom makes? That one's way weirder. The pink one's delicious, but I think it's similar. (laughs) I mean, it looks like it's got a similar texture. Yes. It's really fun and playful, and Robin... Christine is like trying to make Robin taste the salad, but Robin ends up feeding it to Christine. But then Cody enters the room and things get really tense. No more playing around. Robin says we try to be nicer to each other and be aware. Which is wild because the way Cody in these early seasons, he's like this like, hey, what's going on, guys? How's it Mm, going? That's what he plays off. But... That was fast. That definition is so different from what he's portrayed so far in these first two Mm -hmm. seasons. So they're all kind of tense. They're all worried about showing affection. But at the same time, they're all intensely focused on him, which was so weird to see. Like that's creeped me out more than any of it. The fact that they were so attentive and worried about what he thought and said and where he was moving and just they were always looking at him. 
And even Mary was so different. So you know how in the beginning of the episode, she took charge. She said, I want the tables like this. This is how it's going to be. This is the way we're going to set it up. And I'll show you by laying on the floor. And then when Cody is there, she is so different. She says, you know, like, oh, what do you think of the tables? Do you like this? She asks him about everything. And then she says, well, I don't like having three tables, but Robin does. Like, very, like, meek, and it was weird. Also, what does it mean? She has to say Robin does, so that's, like, Cody's favorite, so that's what they get. It's like the the hierarchy of approval. The switch is happening. Right, I have to, now I have to go through Robin and then get to Cody. Oh, gross. Which is funny, because remember in the later seasons when Gabe is hitting up Robin, and Robin's like, why does everyone hit me up? Like, I don't have the power. And it's like, well, you, <laughs> sure. mm, you kind of do. Yeah. You kind of do. You have the power because you have the ear of the man. Yep. You're right in it. This is probably the first time that we see Robin admit that she does get jealous and can be insecure when she sees Cody with the other wives. And she put a stop to that. <laughs> I get it. Jealousy's a thing, but no one is... It's still amazing to me because no one is forcing you to go into polygamy. And these are all the requirements of being in this this situation. Family pressure is big. I mean, it's what your family does. You want to be approved of. You continue it on. All the non-polygamous friends arrive and it looks like a nice gathering. They're still cooking and kind of getting stuff ready, but they're interacting. It looks fun. It was a good turnout. Everyone sits down and of course, Cody takes this opportunity to stand at the head of the table and carry on conversation as he stands and they're all sitting. It was very weird energy. Like, just sit down. It's, it's okay. I did love when Janelle's friend from work was talking about when the news broke and he found out. Oh, because he didn't know. Yeah, like no one knew. And so they were like in the elevator and someone was like, Janelle's a polygamist. (laughs) Like as soon as the elevator doors closed, he said that he was so excited to talk to her. (laughs) Oh, sweetheart. They kind of go around and everyone talks about how they found out, what were their reactions. Cody's boss asked him just straight up, really, how many wives do you have? (laughs) Just direct. And then Christine's coworker would always just like introduce her as a polygamist, which is like weird. (laughs) But look at, look at how friendly these interactions are. Oh, so nice. But it's a... And these are folks that are not in polygamy. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm assuming, from Utah in that community. And they were so casual about it. Yeah. They're, it's almost like, like, oh, this is my, this is my good friend, Christine. She's a polygamist. Like, <laughs> just like in the funniest joking way. I'm like, but it's amazing that the storyline becomes like, the government is after us. Yeah. And it's like, that's weird because like the community seems to like have no problem. But like Christine said, she did have horrible experiences herself so i mean the fear is there to see how it was dealt with before well i get it but everyone around them seemed to be real nice about it light-hearted i guess like anything it's interesting to see how people can be on such opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. in their reaction to hearing this news of someone is a polygamist yeah Robin introduces everyone to her best friend from middle school and they show pictures of them being really young and holy crap, that's Brianna. 
Like, that was... Who like I always knew they looked alike, but to see Robin that young, like it is. They are twins. It's crazy. This is a side tangent, but it is amazing how close kids can look to their parents in their young version. For yeah. example, your your brother, mm-hmm. his youngest son. I mean, I've seen photos of them, and I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. just weird. Yeah, and it works out so well that he's a junior, not the oldest son i wonder how parents decide that yeah like like, at birth they're like okay you know what i don't know if this one's gonna be the junior (laughs) maybe the next one i don't know but maybe the next one (laughs) the vibes weren't right (laughs) the end of the episode concludes with mary and cody talking about the results of the screening cody says i should appreciate all of our time together mary says i do and it fades to the preview of the next episode. Incredible line. Beautiful. Honestly, very happy that it worked out for Mary. Really happy for her. No cancer. Fantastic. Again, 22 minutes this episode. It could have been a little dry. But my God, even that ending. You, it's okay. That's the thing with Sister Wives. Sure, we're thinking this is the most random episode of following this family. Very odd thing to cover in both of these episodes. But... What you need to watch for is like the interactions, the looks, the way people say things. I mean, like, that's what this show is about. It's not about just what you see. You got to analyze. You work for it. (laughs) Well, even if folks are going through rewatches like we're doing currently, the fact that you get so much more impact because you are aware of what's going to happen in the Mm -hmm. future and you can... You can see so many things or so many, like you said, interactions that maybe at the moment you might think, oh, it's a wife that cherishes time with her husband and the husband's like busy. He's got multiple wives. But like things like this lead to a divorce down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are very real, but maybe you just throw them away. This interaction of like, haha, it's nothing like whatever. Yeah. But this is a huge implication of where they are in their relationship. It's just so sad to see the like beginning cracks or the little cracks that have already formed before the show even and that they were never addressed and they snowballed and they got bigger and bigger and then there was no coming back. On that pleasant note, (laughs) anything else? No, no. I mean, overall, it was it was a good episode, right? There's a little bit of sadness, but it had a happy ending, which is good. Really excited for the next episode. Now, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us on this rewatch. It's been a wild ride already. Even things that seem so mundane have been so fun. It's really cool to see people say that they're also doing a rewatch. So they're kind of following along with us. I always wonder if people are totally outpacing us because we're doing like oh, one, definitely. one a week. Because this mean, is this easily, is binge time. It's easily a binge. So easy. 22 minute episodes. Easy binge. Yeah. Like you're watching seasons in a sitting. All right. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you have a good weekend. Take care and we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you later. Thank you.